0: everybody. Thanks for downloading or streaming on YouTube my very last episode of Doable Discipleship. Wow. Wow, we're starting heavy with that. Hmm? If you're wondering what the heck I'm talking about, it's because you didn't listen to the breaking news episode from earlier, earlier this past week, right, right. before we, Thanksgiving. Yeah, we know it came out the day before Thanksgiving, but come on. I know. It's <laughs> ill-timed on my part, really. Uh, everyone, this is a Saddleback Trish podcast designed to help you deepen your friendship with God, but we like to call it... <laughs> <laughs> this show that helps you grow. <laughs> Jason just used all of his acting training just <laughs> to, to muster these crocodile tears. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, this really is the last one. If you didn't hear the the uh, announcement episode, I'll just quickly recap for you. Um, I'll be Accepting a new position here at Saddleback Lake Forest on the 301 team as a 301 base pastor. I am extremely excited about it, but also, you know, sad to say goodbye, especially to doable discipleship, because this has been such a fun thing for these past couple years. So hard to say goodbye to this and to our time. And now, instead of sharing an office together, Jason, we're going to be like 25 feet apart. I know. I don't think many people realize that we've actually also shared an office for the last year or whatever it was. We're, um, we we we've been buddies on the podcast. We've yeah. been roommates at work. Yeah. You know, now I we're mean, even in small group together. <laughs> we, it's true. <laughs> we just literally were like, we can't part. Do Let's you really figure out Do want to buy way. a house with Joyce and I? Just duplex. Just buy a, <laughs> buy a nice uh, six bedroom place. Oh, there we go. We would need six bedrooms. Yeah. Um, but it's true. You're really only going on the other side of the wall uh, from us. Yeah, right now, which, is, which, which is nice. I do want to ask how did it feel uh, saying your final, this is a Saddleback Church podcast designed to deepen your friendship with God? Did hey, I get it right? It felt surreal. I think you did. I wasn't. Great. I was more thinking about my answer to your question, less about how you were asking okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little egocentric of you. Whatever. Know, uh, it felt very surreal. Yeah. It still does feel very surreal. It's. I think it's one of those things that like you do it, and then you walk out, and cinematically the door closes behind you, and suddenly you lean against the wall, and tears begin streaming down your eyes. Yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> exactly. I want that exact aesthetic. I want to walk out the doors, I want to lean against the wall, I want the lights to dim, and I want to start weeping. I think we're going to end this recording. We're going to go our separate ways a little bit. Each just have a, oh, little, and I'll do that, a like, little cry. Kind of like uh, hitting Ugh. the wall with my face like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is also going to be a little surreal because uh, for Doug's final episode, I told him I would like to interview him. Uh, It's kind of funny when you think about it. Neither of us have really answered questions about ourselves (laughs) on this show. Um, So I figured, hey, might as well use this opportunity. What is this myself? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're going to just be learning just a little bit about Doug's... uh, Time on the team, some of his takeaways. And then um, I already told Doug, I'm going to end with a lightning round of questions about him, just kind of some fun little trivia about Doug, so that uh, if you are at the Lake Forest campus and you see him on the patio, you can say, Hey, I heard you answer this. We have we that, have in, that common. in common. Yeah. Or you are my worst enemy now. Oh, yeah. So it could go either way. Um, so, Doug, are, are you feeling ready for this? Ready as I'll ever be cool uh we should probably clarify at the beginning of this episode that yes doug is leaving the podcast but the podcast will continue on Mm -hmm. um we'll be talking more about that later Mm -hmm. uh but it's not like you're gonna stop seeing it in the feed you will keep seeing new episodes in the feed so don't worry and who knows maybe i'll even get to come on and be a guest every once in a while only if we're desperate (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: (laughs) Well, you might be. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: <laughs> guess we'll call Doug back in. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for your interview? You've already asked me that. and I, think I, I know. Yes. I just wanted to reset okay. the stage. Okay. Okay, question one. This is a question from the listeners. Why do you want to leave them? <laughs> oh, so you have intermittent... <laughs> I have not seen all these questions. I've added some new questions. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We won't get to that. Oh. Okay. Um, I was going to answer that super it's, diplomatically. It's literally <laughs> in the rest of the questions. Okay. Um, but as I wrote it, I was thinking of from my my big fat Creek wedding at mm-hmm. the very beginning when the dad's like, "Why do you want to leave me?" So just think of it said in that voice. Okay, okay. Uh, first real question: So you're going to the ministry team, mm-hmm. which is the three hundred one base here at Thalback. If you, if you've taken class two hundred one, you gotta or class three hundred one, you get a sense for where Doug is going. Um, so talk a little bit about your heart for ministry. And what drew you to wanting to serve with the ministry team? Mm. Yeah. And I'll, just in case anyone hasn't taken Class 301 yet, and they should right away, but if they haven't yet, um, the ministry base is where we um, help people discover their shape, which is how God has made you. What are the gifts? What are the abilities? The personality? The heart? Everything that kind of makes up who you are and how can you use that to serve within the body of Christ in the church. Um, the question was, what made me feel excited about that? or Well, it's just about your heart for ministry. These come from, because we've had many conversations yeah. about this change, and mm-hmm. so, um, so this came from when we were talking, and you talked about yeah. how you've always had a heart for ministry. So that, just that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, ministry has been, what I'm doing right now is ministry. What we've been doing on this show for all this time has been ministry. Yeah. Um, I've, been, I've been in ministry since high school, I first started serving in like the tech team in my high school ministry at my old church years and years and years ago, and you know, it just kind of grew from there. Ministry has been sort of a defining uh, feature of my life, basically, as long as I can remember, you know, certainly all my adult life. I became a pastor full-time when I was 21 years old and committed my life to full-time ministry. So for me, ministry has been just part and parcel with what it means to live my life, I felt like God has called me into this. And, um, and you know, for me, ministry has been kind of like one of the most shaping things that has been in my life. It's transformed me more than almost anything else because getting into ministry brings you more into the life of the church. It roots you more deeply. It connects you with people more deeply. It, um, causes you to be more invested in the kingdom and invested in the church than anything else. And so for me, um, You know that's kind of been an area of extreme passion for me. In in college is when I first felt called to full time ministry. You know I I was like three semesters in at Cal State Long Beach, and then I kind of rearranged my life when I sensed God calling me to do ministry full time. So for me, like nothing has been more exciting than to serve in the kingdom of heaven, and uh, the idea of being able to help more people into that calling—not not not into full time ministry, but into ministry and into a life of service and action for the kingdom. That that just gets me super excited because I know what a what a powerful giant the church can be when it's when it's activated. I want to help activate people. That's great. And hopefully some of you are feeling a little more activated right now and saying, Hey, I you know what? That sounds like me. I gotta take that step and figure out how it is God wants to use me, my shape, as we've talked about before. Call me. I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, and yeah, if you go to class 301 from now on, uh, at the Le- at the Lake Forest campus, you'll be seeing Doug there. So yeah, I'll be there. Go say hi. Um, so when we've talked to you've said that you've always felt that there's a really strong connection between discipleship and ministry. Can you just unpack that a bit for our listeners? Yeah, I I I think I touched on it in the last question a little bit, but um, God, at least at least personally in my journey, but I think this is true for most people who get into ministry. Ministry changes you. It transforms you. And if discipleship is about following Jesus and being changed gradually into his likeness, I think ministry is one of the best uh domains where one one of the best domains that cooperates with that discipleship process. You change when you get into ministry. It gets you outside yourself, it gets you using your gifts and and, and abilities, it it gets you um deeply ingrained into kingdom work and, and being on the front lines of, of really important spiritual work that can produce eternal results, those two things, I think, go super hand in hand. Discipleship and ministry are very interrelated. And it's no wonder that in the purpose-driven paradigm, they sit next door to each other. One feeds the, the next. Mm-hmm. You move from discipleship, and as you continue as a disciple, you then move into ministry. And so you grow in order to serve. There is a, there's a logical progression there. And the more we grow, the more we're able to serve. The mm-hmm. more mature I become, the more effective that I become in the kingdom of heaven. So they, these two things uh, are very woven together. And likewise, like I said a minute ago, the more I serve, often the more I grow too. So those two things just, just are so interconnected that, to me, um, moving from the 201 base to the 301 base is... Doesn't rec- represent a tremendous change in terms of mission. yeah, you know, We're after the same kind of things. We just sort of implement those slightly differently. But we cooperate. Yeah, that's great. That's good. Um, okay, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rank Rob as a boss? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna answer this not in, not <laughs> tongue-in cheek at all. <laughs> Rob is a tremendous boss. Uh, i I absolutely love. in fact, Rob, are you listening? You hear this? I know he is. He's (laughs) always out there looking for a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one thing Rob is never looking for. If you want to see Rob like leave the room quickly, start complimenting it's him. It's so true. He'll if just, you want, if he'll just like, poof, oh, Get out just of my hair. Here. Just say something nice to him. And, <laughs> when and He's abracadabra, like, ugh, oh, don't he's be gross. <laughs> <leave."> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he spoke in staff to go while back, and I'm like, hey, man, get out of here quick before people start complimenting you, because that was really good. <laughs> and then he's like, ninja vanish. <laughs> Gone. Ninja turtle stuff. Um Sorry, the question was Rob is a boss. Rob, I know this is kind of a joking question, so I won't sit on it too long. But Rob is actually the... Other than my dad, who I worked for in like high school and college because he owned the doing company other than my dad, Rob is now the longest standing boss I've ever had. yeah, so that that's really saying something. uh It's going to be hard to say goodbye to Rob because I've learned a ton from him. He is a very wise, very kind boss and uh, and there's a lot that I've learned from him that I'll be taking into into my new team. Yeah, uh, you guys will be peers now. Can't it's say be weird. Can't say enough. It's gonna be weird. It won't feel like that at all. <laughs> and we aren't actually. I mean <laughs> we aren't actually. I mean, I'm gonna be like coming over and sitting at Rob's feet asking yeah. for his wisdom all the time. So <laughs> a wise one. It's definitely not gonna be a pure relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um All right, so you've been on the growth team now for four and a half years. Uh, fun fact, we started a week apart from each other. Mm-hmm. I started a week after Doug did. Remember our first lunch? Islands I do remember our first lunch. It was really our first time really talking. Yep. We'd seen you around. Yeah. I knew who you were, but yeah, nothing more. Who could have known in that first lunch? I know. If someone had just walked up to that lunch table and been like, you guys are going to be real good pals. Yeah. This is all going to work out. Be like, (laughs) okay, I I, I trust you. (laughs) Okay. Are you taking our order? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why do you... I'll have a nice tea. (laughs) Um yeah, so four and a half years on the team. So, what are some of your big takeaways from your time? Uh, just talking about your time on the growth team. Well, not about doable. We'll get to that later. Mm. You know, I, I don't know if it's a takeaway. I'll just I'll start by saying just how fun it's been. It's been really, really cool, and and there's just a lot of uh, gifts and things that I love to do that I never. Knew I'd be able to podcasting. do or you, yeah. I mean, well, podcasting, yeah. I mean, <laughs> before this, before we joined this team, like, podcasting was the furthest thing from my mind. I didn't even listen to podcasts at yeah, the time, me neither. In fact, I only really got into listening to podcasts because we started talking about launching one. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, well, I should probably have to do my homework. Um, so I mean, one, one thing that's been really fun is just being able to hone some of my gifts that I've been able to use past, like, teaching more and, and writing a lot more. It's been a lot of fun to write. Studies for small groups and um, write content for doable discipleship and and do the things that we've done. Um, one big takeaway though, and this is something that Rob has really helped foster, and also our doable guests have really helped me with this too. Um, it's been in this season that de- like really thinking about and dealing with emotional health mm. this is the first time I've been in a in an environment where emotional health is something that you talk about. Yeah. And if you've been listening for a while, listeners, you know we've we've talked about emotional the emotional life of the believer many times now over the past especially in the past six months or so. Definitely. And it's been a theme. And there's a reason why it's been a theme. It's been it's been something that our team has really been going through. Um, something that we've been learning in and trying to develop in. Um, and I, I think that probably the biggest takeaway I'll take from this team is not just that spiritual maturity is important, but that you cannot separate your emotional life from your spiritual life. That every emotional or every spiritual reality has an emotional component because we're emotional creatures by nature. And um, it's been a really great season of beginning to see and notice and talk about and disclose what's happening on the inside. And that's something that Rob has led the way on. I think that our team has, has done well at in meetings and just all the time just talking about what's going on on the inside yeah. and that's opened up a lot of doors to deeper friendship more effective work and i think um more ability to note it's kind of like divine like holy noticing we talked about a few yeah. weeks ago um it's allowed me to notice things that god is doing in my heart that i n- never saw before mm. i always looked to the external to see God at work. Like you got to look around to see God at work. But there's also a work that God's doing on the inside. And if you start to notice your emotional states, then you might actually be able to spot the things that God's doing in your heart that you couldn't see otherwise. Yeah. And so it's been, it's been pretty cool to see. And there've been some really great um, contemplative moments of realization with me and God that I don't think I would have had if it hadn't been for this time on the team or something like it. Hmm. That's good. So that's been pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it's definitely been a big, a big standout point. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um. So speaking specifically of Doable, it's been 132 episodes. Mm -hmm. You've literally been on each and every one of them. I know. Um, (laughs) two and a half years. I think it was May of 2017. I, that uh, that started. I'm still so amazed that we made it this far. <laughs> Who would have thought? I know listeners have heard us joke about that so many times, but, but there's so much truth to it's it. Absolutely, we truly did not know if this would work, and yeah. even there's still part of us that's like, and is, you, is this going to just go, go no. away?" Any second now. It's, it, it's it's true. We don't take it for granted. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. So just looking back at all these episodes of Doable. Uh Um, what are some of your big takeaways, kind of maybe some memorable episodes, um, some, you know, Mm. fun memories that, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh man, some fun memories. Um, well, I'll start with some memorable episodes. I, there were a few episodes that I really, really look back on fondly. I, uh, I've loved our, like the Christmas and Easter specials that we've gotten mm-hmm. to do were a lot of fun to kind of break the mold of our usual episodes and and kind of just get a little creative and just create something that's a little more immersive and fun. Yeah. Those were a lot of fun. Again, like audio design is not something I ever saw myself doing. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. And that was a labor of love for sure. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I really loved... There are a few. I loved our worldview series, and that was that was early on. Now it's like that's when we really hit our stride. It it felt like that was a bit of a turning point. Yeah. yeah. Um. Gosh, that was that was about January that was two years ago yeah. almost. I think it led us into Christmas. I don't think did it come no, out. No, I think it leave? came out because yeah, so we did right the, the the songs the the. Yeah. Oh, the mm, Christmas songs. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was right before, or right, but right after. Those. Which I still really like doing those Christmas songs. And mm-hmm. Those were fun. Having that recording session with with the guys and doing that, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The worldview, the worldview episodes were a lot of fun, and I think those are those still hold up really, really well. Um, love the parable series that we got to do. Um, a lot of I learned so much studying that out. Yeah, I think that's that's been a big takeaway for me. I mean, anyone who teaches the Bible in at any capacity knows that when you when you prep to teach you learn more than anybody else you know you learn you learn more than the people you're teaching because you have to dive into that material so much the parable series was very much like that it got me seeing things in the parables of jesus that i never saw before the bible study crash course one was a lot of fun too Mm -hmm. i thought it was good to just get like nuts and bolts this is what the bible is and this is how you study it and we got a good response to that i think that was helpful to people and um I don't know. So, so those were good ones. I've just, I've learned as far as takeaways though, I've learned a lot from our guests. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes like unexpectedly I, I would just, you know, I'd expect one thing from a conversation. It would go a totally different way. And I would just come away, you know, feeling so thrilled with how it went. And uh, I just can't count the number of times that I'd be sitting, we'd be interviewing somebody and i'd be like oh man god's just talking to me right now this mm-hmm. is just exactly what i needed to hear and it's like every like the microphones are just kind of become incidental at that point yeah we're talking about you carolyn baker yes carolyn <laughs> oh man every time carolyn comes on the show she's she's amazing she needs she, we're due to have her on well you're due to bring her on again <laughs> do that sometime will you yes uh oh man i've had some conversations with her lately that were just 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 amazing um so yeah i, I don't know i like you listening, like I hope that you've benefited from the episodes half as much as I have. Cause it's, it's been really great for me and um, being able to listen back to those episodes and, and kind of relive the wisdom that these people have shared has been really, really good. And how exciting these past few months that we've been able to have like authors on and stuff. I mean, we're finally to the point where we're like a legitimate enough show <laughs> that you know authors and and speakers want to come on and yeah talking with publishers and getting, yeah uh, getting authors on yeah definitely. yeah ooh they sent us a press kit look how <laughs> fancy we are <laughs> yeah so that's that's been a lot of fun and and I've just learned I've learned a ton and I I'm, I'll continue to learn a ton because I know you guys will keep having great guests on and I'll keep listening we definitely will I look forward to your criticism um... <laughs> I will <laughs> not do that. <laughs> <laughs> you call that a? Um, you geez, call that, an episode? that was a clunker. Um, <laughs> all right, so we do have a a lightning round coming up, but just as as it goes to our, our conversational portion, was there kind of any f- thoughts or anything you wanted to kind of leave the doable audience with uh, before we hit the speed round? Hmm. I just I want to say thanks, thanks for sticking with us all this time, and especially those of you who adopted the show early. Yeah. Um, if it wasn't for for you you guys and girls who started listening to the show in the early days when we were getting like hundreds of downloads, you know, a week. Well, I and- remember the very first episode when it released, and after a week it had like over a thousand views or whatever on YouTube. Yeah. And we were like, Oh, this could really be something. Yeah. Like maybe we've scratched a niche here. Yeah. And uh it's been yeah, ever since. I mean, and, and those, you guys don't, you probably didn't realize it at the time, but, you know, as we're looking at the numbers and we're, we're having to ask ourselves, okay, like, it, it's a big investment to pull off a podcast like this. It takes a lot of time, a lot yeah. of effort. You're writing material and you're producing it and it's, you're setting up the studio. There's a lot that goes into it. And the big question we inevitably asked a lot early on, either explicitly or implicitly was, is this worth it? Is it producing results? And... Um, because you guys jumped on and and started listening and watching the show uh early, it gave us enough wind in our sails to keep at it and keep going and and then it just kind of built from there. Um but you know, we were given advice early on by a guy named Ryan Carson on our our web development team. He's like just stick with it. You know, when you guys kick this thing be off, consistent. just be consistent and stick with it for a while. Cause it takes time for it to grow. But, but if you stick with it, it will grow. And he was right. We just stayed consistent one week after the next. And you guys stuck with us. And, um, and now it's, it's, you know, I think it's a powerful discipleship tool for Saddleback that that's unlike, you know, a lot of the other products that we have. Yeah. Special shout out to Ryan. Cause I know he's a listener. So yeah. Hey Ryan. Um, Yeah, so I think it's uh, at this point that David is going to run the montage of Doug highlights. David, (laughs) oh no, we didn't do that. Oh, that was short. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Doug, are you ready to endure a speed round? Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay, I might slow it down with my lumbering responses, but well, Well, some of these kind of could warrant longer responses. So I give you permission uh, with that. I'll try to be quick. Okay. Number one, what is a place that you want to travel that you've never been to? I want to go to Italy. Italy? Yeah. Anywhere specific? Uh, all of it. But okay. I, we're actually, Joyce and I are tr- trying to figure out if we can afford to go this summer, maybe for our 10th anniversary. It's cool. Up. So that's definitely on the list. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd be excited to go there. But I also love going anywhere tropical. So I'd love to get to like, I want to go down to like the Caribbean and mm. that kind of stuff. Do a cruise? Or just uh, a, maybe uh, but joyce and i both get terribly motion sick so oh, it's a so question of so but now they have those patches and stuff you can stick behind your ear and and joyce yeah, used one absolutely. on our last trip and it worked great for her so oh. maybe it's doable they stick on for like you can keep it on for like three days okay and just never shower you know that's no big deal yeah i don't yeah, know I if you ever shower anyway i don't know if you heard it in there, listeners but there was your doable tip uh for the for for this episode oh jeez! if you get motion sickness put the patch on behind your ear yeah um, or just take dream of me and go to sleep. That's what. That's the traditional <laughs> oh, method. <no. laughs> um, number two. Who is your favorite member on the two hundred one team? <laughs> you know what, man? I'm not gonna joke around. It's you. Oh, you're my boy. Guys, you're my boy. Record shows this. Record shows. How could it, How could you not be? You could have said uh, uh, the crab on your desk. For all I knew. Yeah, no, that's which I returned to you today. Not smart enough to make those quick. <laughs> yeah you did after your son your kleptomaniac son stole it he, off my desk he took that and the caterpillar he still has the caterpillar year and a half old and already and, turning uh, to a life of crime Oh, my wife just sent me pictures of him right now oh let's see him um let's pull it up i i have my laptop open because i'm reading the questions off of the laptop and I mm-hmm. uh, just saw them come in. Oh, there we Let's go. Let's describe these. Oh, that smile. He's eating. He's eating in the high chair. And she said he started saying cheese. Oh, my goodness. He's there cute. we go. 17 months, guys. He's super chatty. He's and, very chatty. Uh, he's so, he just points. He tells you exactly what he wants. He's no nonsense. Oh, he is. <laughs> yeah. He, he will tell you what he wants until you've figured it out. Mm-hmm. What he wants. That's for sure. <laughs> um, Doug, I appreciate it. And, uh, and the feeling is mutual number three worst christmas present you've ever received oh uh well like legitimate christmas present or like you can take the question however you want i mean on my mom's side of the family we used to always do like these gift exchanges where you were just basically wrapping intentionally bad stuff (laughs) intentionally bad stuff and i think i got a just a box with a brick in it one year i think I i got a plunger one year too those can come in handy. But that, though. I was like, actually, pretty functional. I needed this. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say too much here, okay. but <laughs> I meant as in you didn't have one, but, but okay. those kind of gifts. You know, because the problem with those is that when you have a small house, everything yeah. that you get, especially when your kids get stuff. Why is you kids stuff, stuff also giant? It always has know. to be big. It's really obnoxious. But you got to bring all that stuff home and find a place for it, whatever. And those gag gifts, it's like, really? Now I have all this other junk. I have to figure out where I'm going to put it. Sometimes I just <laughs> put it in the dumpster. <laughs> and, uh, Bye-bye. Those are a drag. Uh, number four, your favorite Pixar movie. Oh, uh, okay. I want to answer this. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Hmm. Man, I don't know. While you're thinking, I will say we were with uh, Doug's family on Friday night, and his son, Jude, was wearing a little guitar in strumming it, and he was the spitting image of Coco, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> a little brown-headed boy. <laughs> he knows no Spanish. I'm like, come on, <laughs> babe! You're like you speak Spanish, I can't it's teach you a little b- bit. Come you- on, <laughs> yeah. He can kind of count, but they just mispronounces every single number. And it's well, he's still just really adorable. Oh man, I I can't think of my favorite, and I I almost never commit to favorites anyway because I, I feel like I change it all the time. <laughs> you can avoid the question. huh? Plus, I also sometimes get confused which one was Pixar and which one was just Disney Animation Studios. I mean, I could correct you in that, if that was the case. Uh, I would say that mine, my, mine right now is probably Ratatouille. I love Ratatouille. Mm. Don't know yeah, why. Just do it. Right. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, number five, who are three people from history you would go golfing with? Oh, uh, that's a great question. Let's do... Uh probably should have asked you these in advance (laughs) (laughs) and and okay i'm not gonna ask too many clarifications. i'm not gonna overthink it thank you um i would want to take i'd want to golf with abe lincoln yes i'd want to golf with um probably winston churchill but then i know i'd go away from that being like oh why did i bring that guy Probably, <laughs> he'd probably be a little curmudgeon-y. Amazing wartime prime minister, but probably not the best bud. <laughs> probably not a great golfer either. Yeah, he probably drank a lot. Oh, and I'm for like, for oh, sure. geez, we're only at the third hole, Socks, and he's already sauced. The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who else? <laughs> Who's my third? I mean, obviously, I would say Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but I'm deliberately not going that direction. I'm not going to burden everyone with that holy response. I'm no going to say just perfect. Drives every time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing, Great. Lord. Another hole wow. in one. <laughs> How did the hole move forward? Yeah. Jeez. He landed his ball in the water hazard, and it's just <laughs> sitting on top. And he just walks out there and chips it right off the top of the water. <laughs> oh, that's a fun picture. You know what, Jesus? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that you just, that just sounds better. too fun to miss out on. <laughs> so we're going Lincoln, Churchill, and Jesus, okay? <laughs> yeah. And let me just say, I'm not, by inviting these three, I'm by no means... Considering them equals everyone, so don't. Okay. Don't, oh really? Wow. I can just see you, YouTube trolls in the comments going, "Wow, stay away, trolls." Um, all right, favorite, a Christmas vacation quote. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, uh, I don't know if it's appropriate, one that is appropriate <laughs> is for the podcast. Oh, I'm tr- I'm literally going through them in my head. I'm like, no, nope, not, not appropriate, not appropriate. Um, it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the other ones. Uh I'm gonna I love the ending when um when Clark goes on his tirade against uh-huh. his boss just and rant. just tells him off. <laughs> he's like, you two time yeah. and four flushed It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a lot it's of great... Such a great it's such a great uh tirade. Uh, I really love that. Um yeah, all the other ones that are coming to mind, I don't want to say undoable discipleship. Mine is always is always um I don't know, Margot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that couple, Julia Dreyfus yeah. and the other guy. Oh, the old the old aunt too, or the old uh, the old lady in the family who who's always disoriented. Uh-huh. She has a lot of great one liners too. <laughs> like when she's like, "Do you want to say grace? Grace, Grace, grace died me. thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. Why is your house on fire?" Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. fun. That's by far my favorite Christmas class. Just figured all in, the other ones as we're home. entering the Christmas season gotta end with that you know that some theaters are showing it we were up at la live last night uh story time here and at the microsoft theater there they're hosting a screening of the movie with um chevy chase present and doing a oh. an, like an evening with chevy chase kind of thing mm. and we were like mm, i don't know if that'd be any good it i should have a, pushed, i should have I think you're right. I, I think that would kill it. Yeah. You need to just leave it as it is. Yeah. As soon as you start tinkering with something like that, it, it never gets better. No. You made me think of Chevy Chase, which made me think of Caddyshack, which made me think of Bill Murray. He'd be a fun okay. guy to bring out. Bill Murray up. would be. That's Yeah. I want to amend my list. You should switch Churchill for yeah. for Bill Murray. Forget Churchill. Honestly, and nothing that Churchill has to talk about is good over a game of golf anyway. That's true. You'd be like, oh, yeah, we've heard it. The Battle of Britain, big deal, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Bill Murray, for sure. All right, Doug, anything you want to close us out with? Any doables you want to? Mm. <laughs> doables, keep watching the show, people. Uh, this, this changes, uh, well, I won't say it changes nothing, because it changes, I'm not here, so that's a change. It's, it's a big change, but it's still going. It's changed. Um, well, hang on, I'm not done yet. Well, I was going to say, before you close off, I should clarify oh. what's happening next with the show. Like, oh, sure, yeah, go for it. Great. So uh so yes uh next for the next 2 weeks so for, on December 10th and 17th we will be rerunning the Christmas special from last year um so you will be hearing that and that means you'll get to hear a little more of Doug's voice because we did some commentary for those specials and Doug's voice is included in those uh so be yesterday. sure to check those out it's a great reading of the Christmas story with Pastor Buddy um so do that and then on the 24th we'll be having just a little special Merry Christmas episode, and on that day, um, I will tell you who is going to be joining me in the host chair uh, for Ooh. the uh, next season of the show. The big reveal. Yeah, I've, I, I've saved it for, as as a Christmas present uh, for that for, for, for that day. That's so we'll be doing that. I'm sure, get a ton of downloads on, on the twenty fourth. <laughs> yeah, <on>, yeah, so <laughs> be sure unwrap the, unwrap the episode while mm. you're doing the presents, and then oh, no. um, on the thirty first, uh, said person will be joining me and we will be uh, kicking off the new year strong. Yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't said it on every episode, but I've said it on a lot of them. We really do love you. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and um, just for being a part of this journey so far. Keep it up. Keep going. Um. I'll be listening. You should too. And it's going to be exciting next season. I will remember yeah. you. I would like David to cut in something, some kind of sentimental song and to wrap, But it has to be maximally sappy and also royalty-free. Well, if he's do like five yeah. seconds or less of the song, I think we're okay. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll just do a super cut. Whatever's legal. Yeah, <laughs> or a public domain. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, that's it. I what I got to say. All right, Doug, we will surely miss you. You'll definitely be back on the show. And guys, if you do have any questions or or you want to reach out to Doug, you can still reach out to us at maturityatsaleback.com. Send him some thanks. Um send him your thoughts, write some comments on the YouTube page. Doug will see them um or we'll send them to him or whatever. And um yeah, just show him how much you've appreciated him being on the show, being um A pastor that you get to hear from every Tuesday. And um, yeah, send him some love because he definitely loves you guys. And I know he's going to miss you. True that. Yeah. All right, everybody. Farewell. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of video content. And if you're already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship podcasts on Apple Podcasts or your favorite app, so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, You can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week.